a girl stop by in the summer? Do you remember? Do you remember when we met that summer? Hi, welcome to Two Guys, One Girl Santa, your friendly neighborhood podcast. We come together, drink some beer, and talk about the nerdy things that we love. I am your host, Matt Tapia. I'm here with my good friends, Cameron. What's up, man? Oh, nothing. Just a hot Saturday in Nashville. It is an incredibly hot Saturday. Uh, did you get your chores done early? Any yard chores this week? I got weekend? my chores done early, and my Had balls to do it are still early. sticking to my leg. Oh, <laughs> thanks for that graphic. As I sit across from you. Uh, yeah, so it's really, really hot. Uh, and who else is coming in hot? Santa for the 20th episode of the Guy Girl Santa podcast. Do you ever think we make it to 20? Uh, yeah, I thought we would make it to 20. I yeah, mean, definitely. I didn't, I didn't know if we would take that as long as it has. But <laughs> <laughs> it's not like making things cost money. Us taking hiatus every once in a while is contributing to that factor. But uh, I know like you, uh, I am uh, watching a lot of the World Cup. Uh, Germany didn't end up too well this year, did they, Santa? Nope, they, they failed to advance in Russia once again. Yes. Uh, yes. He's so, made that joke about six different times. <laughs> but we, but not on the podcast. Not on the podcast. Nicole, how's it going? It's going great. New job. New job, new life. Uh, new, new year apartment. for you. New Birthday year. is coming up. Oh, yeah. Um, going or doing anything exciting? Uh, I may, my husband may or may not have purchased a several tickets to some sort of as he describes it male review wow <laughs> so your husband paid for you to have a lap dance essentially is what i'm hearing the question is are they showing the full monty no we're just uh, gonna have to just gonna have to be there to find out it's nobody bro- wants the full monty unless you want to laugh it's a burlesque show yeah it's classy really oh, yeah yeah uh well uh as i said earlier this is episode 20 of the guy girl santa podcast uh Glad that we made it this far. Today's topic is not any particular movie. It's sort of a mid-year review. And Cameron, you pointed out earlier, we've done... uh, uh, Well, we remember very well the last time that we did an episode around this time. Right, because, I mean, the date isn't the same, but every year our friend Seth has a 4th of July party, and last year we did a podcast before going to his 4th of July party. So. And we're doing it again. We're doing it again. So, traditions are being had. Yeah, we just created one. Now we got to do it next year, too. Yeah, it'll, it'll be Even like... Even if that's episode 21, we got to do it next year. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be like sort of the 4th of July right, weekend we podcast. Happy birthday, America. Here's your podcast. Yeah. I actually kind of like doing a mid-year review, Santa, kind of like in July, because it's the middle of the year. Of the we year. just finished off June. Uh, and, and there's also like a, the 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 midsummer early summer lull of mm-hmm. like movie releases. It is, now. although they usually try to come up with something hot on July Fourth weekend, and I think they're waiting till next weekend for uh, is it Ant Man next weekend? Yeah. So, uh, but last time Nicole, we did a Men in Black uh, retro oh, review. Do you yeah. remember that? Yeah, I remember that. Did you have to watch that for the first time ever, or had you seen it before? I had seen it before, but it had been a very long time. Mm. I remember we bought that on VHS. Ooh. Christmas. Uh, Your family did, not you. Not, 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 this, not you not and Santa, like a, yeah, last year. Because yeah. that would have been weird. <laughs> so. If I had no, if I'd remembered that, I would have said we should have watched Men in Black 2. <laughs> <laughs> well, next year we might have the opportunity to do the Men in Black reboot. Oh. 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 Did you see some of the people they've cast for it so no. far? No. Who are they? Um, they I saw it because they just cast uh, Kumail Nanjiani from The Big Sick. 
Mm. Okay. He's, he's good. Yeah, he's going to be an alien. Uh-huh. That makes sense. He was sense. great. Um, Channing Tatum. Sure. And okay. Tessa Thompson. Oh, she's in everything, man. Her, she's blowing up. Yeah. She's Valkyrie from Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. yeah. And also, Didn't she what's be- her name from uh, Westworld? Uh, is she that same person? Yeah. Uh, Charlotte, I think. I don't know her name in what She's she's like in the yeah, company. Yeah, I think Charlotte Hale. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah That's she's it, in Charlotte Westworld. Hale. Yeah, she's in Westworld. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of Westworld, we'll get to that. But I wanted to start off at least with, I thought it would be a good idea to talk about, not necessarily the movies we saw this uh, so far this year, but maybe some of the movies or TV shows that uh, you know we'd seen but hadn't necessarily talked about in the podcast. Uh, one that just happened recently that I think we all saw, Santa, was Ocean's 8. You you saw that with Nicole? Yeah, yeah, we mm-hmm. saw it, yeah. Uh, impressions? Uh, it was an enjoyable movie. Uh, I mean, I, I love a good uh, caper, you know, and the characters were, were pretty good. I think that, that that was the strongest point of the movie was the characters. Yeah. I, I didn't like them trying to tie into the, the original franchise as, as hard as they did. I didn't like that much about it. The characters were important, and yeah. Nicole, I, I, I sort of, I mean, I thought the characters were pretty yeah. standout. Was there one that resonated, or, or ones that resonated more with you uh, than others, or just... I, I want to say, like, I really, it's been a while since we've had a really good Sandra Bullock movie. Mm. I think we've all been waiting for one and of those. I really, I've been waiting for one since Speed. Yeah. <laughs> and it was, it was really good. She did such a great job. She was an awesome leader. It was just great to see her on the on the screen again. Other than that, I just really liked. Uh, probably my two favorite characters were Aquafina's character. Just which one was? Uh... Tyler appreciated it. Uh, no, no, no. We're, we've got the World Cup in the background, oh, okay. and Portugal and Norway are playing. And was that Ronaldo? Who is? No, that? no, that's a uh, Pepe. Okay, whatever. <laughs> it's tie. It's a tie game. In case uh, you missed a goal. <laughs> but, uh, now you know exactly when we recorded this. Uh, Aquafina was like the the the, the grease. Per- she was like the pickpocket person. She was the one. Uh, that, yeah. yeah, the Asian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one that was Mindy playing Kaling's three card Asian money. Too. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Is it sad that you have to clarify by saying <laughs> basically the race? Mindy was also Asian. Yes. Yes. Technically. Yeah. Mindy- nobody remembers that. She was also, I thought, yeah. really good, and she played. She played her kind of typical character mm-hmm. uh, of, you know, being smart, you know, she had to work for her mom, I think, at the mm-hmm. jewelry store. Yep. Yeah, that would a, be... She was the jeweler. Yeah. I, and, uh... I also... I, so, Rihanna's usually a hit or a miss. I'm a big Rihanna fan of her music, but she's not always the best actress, but it was good to see her. I feel like that's what Rihanna does, though, Cameron, when she's not, like, recording music. I, I actually kind of feel like Rihanna's just... You know, smoking weed and scrolling around. Yeah, scrolling yeah. around on her computer. She was the hacker character. So I, I full disclosure, I haven't seen this movie. Oh, uh, I thought you had. No, seen it. no, no. no I, didn't. I, I wanted to, but I didn't have time. Um, Imagine but, what Rihanna would be like. Yeah, I mean, I've I think I've seen her in other stuff, and I mean, it's one of those things where it's all once somebody like that in a movie, it's on the director to to figure out how to use them correctly. Yeah, not because they're not actually gifted actors. Not but. not trying to make them do more than they. It was like she was awful in Battleship because she was trying to, <laughs> you know. She, Let's just I say mean, Battleship was awful. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. You're making it seem like it was Rihanna's yeah, fault. Yeah, is that Rihanna's fault? Like, <laughs> could she have done? Could anybody have done anything to not be awful in that movie? It's okay, Riri. Well, yeah. so I'm there still was, on your side. There was two points I thought of about Ocean's Eight. Uh, Santa, you kind of hit on one of them. Uh, I didn't like the fact that 
it was very forced that they connected it to the other oceans yeah. with George Clooney, Brad Pitt yeah. franchise. Because honestly, when I first saw the trailer, when they opened it up with, you know, she's getting paroled and, you know, and she's, she's Danny Ocean's sister. I'm like, wait, this is how the Ocean's Eleven started. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And they did three of them. And you started off with Ocean's Eight. And you almost seem like, well, they're going to do two more after this. And then it'll be Ocean's Eleven again. Man. And they'll probably reboot it. What I wanted to do was have them use the Ocean's Eleven tie to open up another movie. Like, maybe hint at that uh, George Clooney is still alive somewhere. I was she, expecting that payoff found, at the end. Yeah, she finds a clue, and then their next heist is going to be trying to trick him or something yeah. to prove he's alive. Well, there's yeah, a creative writer. Spoiler from the, right from the movie there. is yeah. like, the, the, the main character from the Ocean's Eleven franchise, Danny Ocean, is dead. George Clooney's character. He didn't die in Ocean's no. 13. No, but... they're but saying he's dead in Ocean's 8. And his yeah. sister, is who yeah. just got out of jail, is mourning his his right. loss. And she's carrying on the mantle. And at like... the end of the movie, they actually, like, it's her in front of the... Uh, the, the He's in... Uh, he isn't buried in her. What, it's like a mausoleum. A mausoleum, yeah, yeah, yeah. right. So he's in, in there, and she's sitting on the bench in front of it, and the camera is behind her, and you're just mm-hmm. waiting for... George Clooney. Oh, no. I just wanted like a shadow of somebody walking yeah, by. It looked yeah. like him. Right. Yeah, yeah. But they didn't even really do that. Yeah. And here was the other thing that I didn't like about it is it was definitely a very, you know, female empowerment movie, which is another reason why, you know, hanging your hat on, you know, uh, the Ocean's Eleven franchise wasn't really kind necessary. Of a franchise. People like heist movies. You don't necessarily have to just connect it to an existing one for people to go mm-hmm. see it. Um, but in the end, one of the crucial parts of pulling off that uh, heist that they did in the movie involved getting one of the uh, Ocean's Eleven guys to come in and help, help them. them. Uh, like the Grease Man, the yeah. little... Uh, the Asian dude. The other Asian guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't he had to come in and help Ocean's out. Eleven. Yeah. yeah, that's too bad. And I'm just like, well, if you didn't have him, then... Why not have the female Asian person be... a Contortionist or, or whatever. Or one of them. Let yeah. it be a nice surprise that yeah. they just... And they Sandra Bullock's really in shape. Like. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was just a mess, I thought, with Ocean's 8. But otherwise, I thought it was really good. It was really well casted. Um, Anne Hathaway, I thought, was perfect for oh, her Oh, yeah. Anne Hathaway. I forgot about She's her. She's great. She was good. I didn't like uh, James Corden that much. Nah. But nah. I think he's a little obnoxious in general. That's why he's the Late Late Show and not the Late Show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, his character was a little bit over the top. They could have chosen, like, I don't know, John Oliver would have worked for that role, too, and he would probably maybe, I don't know, been more ridiculous more about deadpan. it. Yeah, definitely. Um, what else? Uh, you've seen a couple of things that I haven't seen, uh, Santa. The same day we saw Ocean's 8, we went and saw Hotel Artemis. Mm. What was that? It, I mean, we only watched it because of all, you know, all the trailers made it look so cool and stylish. It had a great cast uh, involved. I mean, it... Uh, Jay Jody, Batista, Jodie Foster, Jody Foster uh, Sterling K. Brown from Jeff, This Is Jeff Us. Goldblum. Jeff right. Goldblum was in it. Uh, That's Char- a pretty wide Charlie variety Day. of people, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Zachary Quinto. Zachary Quinto was in it. Spock. Yeah. The new uh, Spock. Who was the... I forget her name now. She was, she was in The Mummy. She was in, in The Mummy. She was The Mummy in The New The British woman. Oh, the uh, new one. No, no, the actual Mummy. She's like... In the, the reboot of The Mummy. She was in well, Mission, Mission, Mission Impossible movie, too? No. I don't know. She's been she's she's new to the to the scene. Uh, she's in Star Trek Beyond. Gotcha. Uh, but she's only been in like oh. she's already been in like ten movies, and she's late to the game kind of. She started in like music videos and stuff. 
She's, huh. she's like over 30 and, and, and... She's basically dead then. <laughs> hey. Uh, so what was the premise of that movie, Nicole, for those of us that haven't seen it yet? So the, the premise is is this is kind of set in an alternate universe where um, there's a bunch of crime syndicates that kind of rule over everything. Like and, a dystopian society. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so um, there's these crime syndicates, but people are, are kind of, there's like a big rebellion going on in the streets. But corporations run, run things, obviously. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the big corporations has... Taken uh, over the water supply. Taken over the water supply, and people are rioting. And then Hotel Artemis is a basically a hospital for for criminals. Mm. Oh, yeah. so almost kind of like yeah. John Wick, but they John have Wick, the hotel yeah, for criminals. Yeah. So Jodie Foster is the the the, the head the doctor, nurse. the nurse, the doctor mm-hmm. person. And she, yeah. So they uh, they they go to the hospital, and then you know, and then one of the big rules in the hospitals you you can't no 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 business is conducted in the hospital. You so can't do any crime. No crime, yeah. Mm-hmm. So Is that the same yeah. Again, Wick, this is yeah, exa- yeah. basically yeah. they so just basically took the concept of the John hotel Wick, John but Wick, but a, but a hospital. hospital. Yeah. And, <laughs> and took out the rest of the shit just thought, the hospital. Including the puppy they, dying. Yeah. I thought Man. they would secretly tie it into yeah, it, to John Wick, but they The did. movie was it just like it didn't build up to to the ending was the ending just wasn't great. It's like there's like so much style and it wasn't that much action, but it was. But it was. It just looked a cool-looking movie. Yeah. yeah. Who is the best actor? Because I mean, you listed awesome. Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum nailed yeah, it. I don't know if he was. It, it, it's hard to take to take Jeff Goldblum seriously as a as a criminal mastermind. Oh, I take it. Oh, no, he was a great criminal mastermind. He was so awesome. I mean, he was he was good in in Thor Ragnarok as a criminal mastermind because he was because Sakara was such a goofy looking planet, right? Yeah. Also, he was. I didn't think of him as a criminal mastermind. I thought of him as just like a shit eating. He was, uh, you know, corporate. He was TV the leader. Guy. He was yeah. a clever, smart yeah. guy yeah. that also just didn't necessarily. He he, he wasn't trying to make. You know, he wasn't trying to take over the world. He just wanted to well, he created make his own world and and keep that outside of everybody else's. Mm-hmm. Um, just like kind of like his character in a lot of movies, like I don't know Jurassic Park. That you know, hey, I've just this chaos theory. Right. I can make sort of anything that I want to up about because hey, it's just chaos totally theory. Right. And I've made my little niche in science, kind of like the guy with the hair uh, in the Albert alien. Einstein? No, 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 the alien guy. Uh, the guy that they always interview. Uh, oh, whenever, oh, I don't know. His whatever name. his name is, yeah. but you know aliens. what I'm talking about. Aliens, yes, aliens yeah. the meme. Um, it's that guy, and that's what Jeff Goldblum is in the movies. He's that weird kind of guy. So gotta, that's a I, great compliment for that aliens guy. <laughs> man. I gotta say though, for Hotel Artemis, for all the problems it had, every single cast member did a really good job. Like mm. I, I was just starting to think through everybody, and the the assassin is played by Sophia Butella. Uh, yeah. um, but everybody just did a great job. Jodie Foster was awesome. It was great to see her in a movie again. Uh, Sterling K. Brown did really well. It's just everybody just had a really good. He also is another person who seems like he's in everything. These this days. Is, like it's, I don't know. This year just seems like there's a lot of. I mean, Josh Brolin's in like three big movies this year. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Lagoon, we see him in, in a couple things. Like well, I mean, uh, yeah, Dave was Bautista last November. was in this too. But yeah, Dave Bautista was in this one. If you didn't mention him. Yeah, uh, yeah, he he's really working hard in the acting thing now. Breaking out. I uh, think I think it's worth a rent. Yeah, it's worth checking out. Um, there was another one that you and I were talking about the other night, uh, Nicole. Game night. 
Oh, okay. So I don't remember when this, but it came out apparently right around the time Black Panther did. Uh, yes, so I was all, about to say it was yeah. it was February, so, so it was either like the week before or the mm-hmm. week after. So the Black only Panther. thing on my movie mind at that moment was Black Panther. Sure. And Santa and I kept saying like, let's watch Game Night. It'll be fun. So we rented it one day. He came home and it was already paid for on Amazon. Um, have you seen Gate Night? Mm-hmm. Have you, Have you seen either Game Night or or Date Night? Date Night was the other one. Nope. I, I'm, I'm I'm behind on my movies. Have you seen Ouch. the game? The game with uh, Michael Douglas. Yeah. 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 It's the same similar premise. Okay. Yeah. But. Yeah. With a more dark comedy element, yeah. and not a just like actual darkness element. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so, I, remember, I remember the game. That yeah. movie was great. So basically, <laughs> and it's this the same director that's done like uh, he did. He was something involved with the the reboot of Vacation, and there was a couple other. But it was oh, horrible bosses. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, Jason Bateman's in it. So. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> that the, It's the director slash producer slash writer that just loves casting Jason Bateman yeah. in these type of movies, and he and two of his other couple friends. He's married. They do uh, you know just a game night, whatever it would be, and that's how they sort of actually met. I think they actually Jason Bateman met his wife. At like a, a, a trivia, trivia thing. yeah. Uh, and so trivia. they've they've continued. Boy, that's really that. hitting close to home. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I guess he has like this older brother that's like really wealthy, a bit of a show off, and he, you know, is Jason Bateman sort of living under this guy's shadow. Uh, it's the guy Kyle Chandler. He was the head coach in Friday Night Lights TV series. In case you know who that is, uh, but basically he goes. I can really plan an awesome uh, game night where it's like one of those murder mystery things that they set up at your uh, house. Yeah, I remember these previews. Right, yeah. but it apparently, quote unquote, ends up becoming real, uh-huh. which was the same kind of premise of Michael Douglas, the game. Uh, yeah. where you know whether you know it's a game, it's a advent, you know, one of those spy adventure things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the kind of like, and kind is like, it real or like, is like it? Total Recall? Total Recall. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So worth checking out. Game night, I thought was actually pretty funny. Um, Jason Bateman and just continues to you know wow us with this just, different he, range of stuff. Just, yeah, look, kind of low key stuff. He doesn't do anything like super spectacular. He's in like several movies a year. Yeah, just like Rachel McAdams. A lot of people well, might thought favorite. that his career would have ended after Teen Wolf two, but Jason <laughs> Bateman kept it. He has worked hard at not letting that happen. That whole scene where they like rob the bar and like Rachel McAdams has the gun and she's just kind of like tossing it around and then she like shoots him. It. That was, it was just like so stressful and funny at the same yes. time. It, like, it's, it makes you cringe, but at the yeah. same time, it's it's kind of it's funny still at really the same funny, time. But like, or when they were trying to like dig the bullet out of him. Exactly. Like, and the only thing she could find was a nice Chardonnay. <laughs> I, <it's, laughs> I was trying to think about that genre of movies and what really kind of got that going. Cameron, I, I kind of think about, so basically it's like, you know, people who are, you know, 35 to 45, they're married, they may or may not have kids. I'm thinking about, like, uh, neighbors and even some of the guys. Well, Hangover is kind of close. A couple of the guys were married. One was getting married. But it became... Old school is another example. They basically said, you know what? Take that audience that grew up watching those late 80s, 90s movies like you know Animal House She's All That or okay no, but, but yeah well you go that whole spectrum yeah. uh, the all the John Hughes movies all the She's All That Can't Hardly Wait movies these people and still those watch pe- movies absolutely yeah. and they have now have kids and they sort of found an audience of okay so let's what happens when that 
those kids that played that movie grew up mm-hmm. and it eventually had kids. Well, and it's also like the thing where it's like, we we may have kids, but we still know how to have fun, you know. Is yeah, that, yeah. Is that what you do? Yeah, is that what you do? I attempt to. It's it's almost like it's this this kind of movie's replaced the rom com because because nobody gives a shit about rom coms anymore. <laughs> yeah, so I was trying to think about what was the movie that was like in the eighties or nineties that was closest to that. And I thought of like, well, when when Harry met Sally, and you've got mail, and Stupid's in Seattle. But you're right, Santa. Those are all rom coms, yeah. and definitely movies like Game Night and Horrible Bosses. They're not rom coms at all. They're like a, you know, a newly parented, you know, comedy. Like they've yeah. grown up rom. You know, this is the this is the after the uh, the the couple gets together. You know, right. rom coms are them meeting. It's the, and yeah, it's the movie after the rom com. Yeah, yeah. Because nobody gives a shit about the meeting story yeah. anymore. It's just like cliche, and they like kiss at the end, and who gives a fuck? You know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Nicole, uh, anything that you've seen over the past six months, or or either TV, books, movies. So. um... Recently, me and Santa and I went to go see American Animals. Ooh. Um, which, it, it's a really interesting format because it's kind of a combination of both, like, a documentary, because they interview the people who committed the crime, but they interview... Oh, do, the, do they include video of those interviews yeah. within the movie? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you actually get to see the actual... Yeah. So, real quick, summarize, it's about uh, four college-age kids in Lexington, Kentucky, who... Yeah conspire to rob a series of, you know, thousands up to millions of dollars. $12 million worth of books from Transylvania University, which is in Kentucky and not Transylvania, by the way. Mm. (laughs) And uh, strangely enough, their mascots are not the vampires either. They're they're like... Missed opportunity. Yes. Actually, they started a campaign to try to... I I forget. They're like the Musketeers or something? Oh, that's dumb. (laughs) Pioneers. Ah. Uh, thank you, Mrs. Tyler. Pioneers. And they, they were trying to, Cameron, get a uh, campaign going to change the name. And one of the choices for choosing the name was, you know, vampires. Like when they, and how did that not win? Like, they, I don't know. If this has happened more recently, social media would have been all over it. Yeah. Yeah. It should win. I think but, I think it was one of those things, like, even if somebody chose that, the school was never going to change it to that for whatever reason. But they should. Because like they're thing. joyless alumnus who went there, like, you know, and, you know, I grew up in Transylvania, and this, this you know, school has history. Yeah. Blah, well, it does blah. have history because, Nicole, they, it has one of the most valuable yeah, sets of books. It has, like, an original first edition of um, The Origin of Species by Charles Darwin. It has well, a, an original first edition of Autobahn's Birds of the Americas. Why does it have all that? Just probably just donated to it. It. It, yeah. it. it was a special collection library, so they have the room like cordoned off. Most, like, for most the, college the libraries have a special collections room where it collects rare, old, or donated things, yeah. either about the college's history or about. As an engineer, I wasn't really aware of that part of Virginia Tech. So, <laughs> mm. um, so basically, it's these two guys, Warren and Spencer. Did they keep their original names in the movie? Yeah. 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 So okay. they keep their names like it's it's really interesting because it starts off as just like a like a normal heist movie where you meet these kids, but once they introduce the first kid, then they cut over like seamlessly to the actual person being interviewed. Yeah, and they stay on screen. This is the real Spencer. Yeah. And this is the real Warren. And so have you heard the premise of... Yeah, I've I, I heard it discussed on NPR. I just yeah. haven't seen it yet. But it sounds. I think it sounds like an awesome just concept because 
we've seen documentaries, we've seen like based on a true story, and they're mm-hmm. kind of breaking down that wall just I, to illustrate it. I gotta how see, they like, think is best. Yeah. I knew I knew they made it out. I didn't know whether if they got the books or not. Yeah. Um, but they know. didn't get as they didn't get all the books. There was they planned out something, but they were also a bunch of stoners. Right. So there were certain things that they just. Thought we're going to work out a lot initiative, a lot better than they would. Yeah. So, but eventually, all the books were really heavy. And yeah, they couldn't carry the Autobahn. It was a giant, like yeah, book. giant yeah. folios. That's that are the kind of thing you multiple. don't think about when planning. It's like it's like planning a bankrupt. You don't think about the fact that well, money, money is heavy. Yeah, as shit. You, you've never picked up the book before. You right. never picked up a million dollars in cash. Right. You don't realize yeah. how. Yeah. Heavy it is to carry out. You know, I, I tend to react and stuff during movies, but this movie made me like gasp and like grasp Samson's mm. arm. Like, what are they gonna do? Did they did they put in the whole thing with them having to get it like appraised at Christie's? Because mm-hmm. that was the sort of so that the was start actually of the downfall how, how they got caught was because they decided to sell it. They needed to get it appraised, so they went to the biggest auction house, oh, Christie's. Lord. But they figured yeah. it was so like they they were working under the the guise of you know hide yourself out in the open. So I'm not going to go to like some small person. I'll go to the big person because certainly you know there's you know people that are coming to Christie's every day, Cameron, to to get appraisals, yeah. and they thought, well, we'll just blend in. Yeah, I could see. I understand the philosophy, but. No, because it's by definition a rare book, so they probably yeah. are aware of every. Well, this was guy. also because Sam did, did they do the Amsterdam thing? Like he yeah, had yeah. to go mm-hmm. meet the guy to sell it to in Amsterdam. You gotta see the movie to like just, kind of see, yeah. Seriously, like, just watch it though. It was such a good but, movie. One of my favorites. Like, like, because this is a real life caper, and that movie, happened not that long ago. Mm-hmm. Two thousand three. Wow. Yeah. Or two thousand four. With so the movie, when you see a caper movie, you don't. They, they never show like the. We we stole something. Now, how do we get money for it? Yeah. And so we're like, oh, okay. In in a real life, in the real life, oh, they stole a bunch of books. But how did they get money for it? Because you have to prove that it's actually what it is. And then how do you prove that without saying saying where you yeah, got it from? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's why they always ask you at the pawn shop when you bring in something expensive. Yeah. What's the provenance? Yeah. On yeah. This? yeah. How did yeah, you how did you come upon it's this? It's probably device. easier to make a fake thing and fake the provenance yeah. than to steal a real thing and. You know, avoid admitting that you stole it. You know. Mm. Well, that's definitely. I want to check it out. Um, definitely, uh, being a Kentucky connection, my my niece is actually starting in Transylvania uh, oh, cool. University this fall. So Good for her. maybe she'll check out that movie as well. The the librarian that they robbed. DJ. She oh. still works there. Oh, uh, does she? Yeah. They're yeah. about to get a lot more visitors. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. God, I bet she's her job's gonna get harder. I'm that, sure that, they have that, a real security system now. Yeah, hopefully. Oh, definitely. Well, I think what they realized was they had a lot of wealth that was very easily accessed. Right. Like you could schedule a tour to see the the I'm, books anytime you wanted to practically mm-hmm. and it was no sort of formality to right. just walk background in. check you just walk yeah. in with somebody I'm sure it's like that in plenty of places I, I mean I work in a library I've seen tons of libraries around this area too like Fisk University has a hugely valuable li- like art collection yeah I mean that's the bulk of their wealth is that mm-hmm. Georgia O'Keeffe collection mm-hmm. so they have a Picasso in well it's, it, uh, I, as far as I know this, the screen painting is still unaccounted for because somebody mm-hmm. whatever museum it was in in Europe somebody walked in just cut it out of the frame and ran out and it's gone I'm sure it's on the black market yeah some crime lords yeah but it, I mean as far as I know nobody ever found it it's never been recovered that happened in the mid 2000s too some oil baron has it yeah mm. 
So, uh, it was a year of sequels. Uh, number twos, Deadpool 2. Uh, Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Gar- no, that, that was last, last year. year. Oh, man, time's uh, flying. Jurassic World 2 and Incredibles 2. I have not seen Jurassic World 2. I have seen Incredibles 2. Santa, if you had to choose between the two, <laughs> what would you choose? I would probably watch Incredibles 2 because I've, I've seen Incredibles 1. Okay. Did you not see Jurassic World? I did not see Jurassic World. No. I'm, not, I'm not a big dinosaur person. Yeah. I mean, especially fake I mean we're both not big dinosaur people. That's yeah. why we're. Why do you have to be a dinosaur person like Jurassic because Park slash World? For what I've seen from the first, I mean, from all the Jurassic Park movies and even Jurassic World, it's, it, it is, has dinosaurs it's, in it. It's the dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah. The plot and all that other stuff is like secondary. To especially with dinosaurs. these movies, these are like mass market made for the global audience kind of movies. Yeah. Like the plot is dumb. You'd you know? rather see Pacific Rim too. Yeah, because yeah, Pacific Rim has the, the, robots ro- cool. giant robots. Giant robots over yeah. giant lizards. Okay, sure. so yeah. Pacific Rim two versus Incredibles two. Still going. I probably see Pacific Rim two. Uh, I think that's partially because he knows I like giant. I think I'm gonna. So we're gonna we're gonna rent that and watch it uh, mm. sometime this week. I did see Incredibles two last night, and I was shocked to be reminded it was 17 years ago since uh, 14. Thir- four- okay, <laughs> oh, almost 14 years. 14 years ago, <laughs> I was shocked that it was 14 years ago. It that- came out. It came out November 5th, 2004. Man, mm. I, I remember watching so I that on V. It was probably a 2005, <laughs> 2006 time frame. But yeah, I watched that on video on a day that I was like sick in college and. Uh, it's a solid movie. I, it, I definitely want to see it. And the sequel was good. One. It was, yeah. uh, on a scale of one to five, I gave it a three and a half. Yeah. Uh, I mean, basically, they took the majority of the same plot they had before, uh, but just did it with Elastigirl instead of Mr. Incredible. Ah, uh, okay. And So it's not about Frozone finding his super suit? <laughs> no. Strangely <laughs> enough, it is a lot about uh, Jack-Jack, which was yeah. the yeah. Uh, the baby that... You yeah, guys found at the end that had yeah. powers, yeah. Uh, and and that was perfect. Wasn't there? There was a Jack Jack short, right, from many years ago. That, yeah, oh, was there? there? Yeah, that they did after the Incredibles. They did a Jack Jack short. That, uh, he was clearly the star of the sequel, mm-hmm. um, and so is his name not just Jack? Like I think it's Jack, okay, but yeah. you know, it's a baby. Okay. It's a baby, right? So they didn't make the conscious choice to give him the legal name of Jack. Jack. Jack Incredible. I don't think so. Okay. I think it's like, you know, you might refer to your child Cameron as Baby Nora. Sure. But, but her name is not baby, not baby, Nora, it's just yeah. Nora. So, you know, Jack Jack. Despite, Chris, despite my attempts to get Kristen to go along with naming her baby Baby. What, what, she, <laughs> what about Baby No? Baby No? Yeah. Baby No? Baby Piano. Baby Nor. Baby No Keys. <laughs> baby No Keys. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. That's her, uh, that's Baby, her uh, blues name. Mm. Uh, so, uh, a lot of us have done some TV binge watching. Cameron, has there been anything that you have been binge watching with your uh, family? Um, probably not anything relevant to this podcast, but we've been binge watching all of the uh, gardening slash home improvement slash interior design. That's not Stuff too embarrassing. I, I think that's one of those things, like, depending on who our target audience yeah. is, they may have been I mean, reaching this well, stage. It's, it's of interesting. Going yeah, if, if you've got a kid, TV. you're probably watching the same stuff. It's interesting just from a business standpoint, I find it interesting because Netflix basically decided that, like, HGTV had a 
had a niche on like mm-hmm. TV you can watch that's not doesn't require like a high level of thought, mm-hmm. and they were like, "How do we get that TV?" And the answer was, you know, there's a back catalog of 20 years of British TV that nobody cares that much about that we can get on the cheap. So yeah. Oh, you mean like uh, the Great British American Baking Show? Or so the Great, Great British, British Baking Show is on Netflix, but yeah. this, same idea, but. Uh, there's a show called Love Your Garden where they do garden renovations for people with special needs or, or some sort of special circumstance where like it's it, like they have earned somebody coming in and spending shitloads of money to give them a nice garden and there's you know I got you uh, stuff like that you know uh, what about you Santa I know you're probably not watching HGTV but have you checked out recently on the binge watching circuit so uh, I have a been reading a lot of comic books on mm-hmm. on my uh, Fire HD eight. You got uh, a Amazon Marvel there. Marvel I, Comics I, Unlimited. I, I, yeah, I have uh, subscribed to Marvel Unlimited. It's a ten bucks a month for comic books. You know, reading on it, and the Fire HD is in color, so that, that's why. I, yeah. You know, I've been waiting for, and Can it's you get a good size. Old comics. Yeah, on it, that? it's all it's Marvel Unlimited, so it's all okay. it's all like every. Uh, they have everything up until six months ago. Oh. So okay. they add stuff, new stuff, er, new comics every week. Uh, and I'm up to December 20th, 2017. So, but I'm going, I'm reading so much stuff, like from, I mean, there's. Yeah, because I'd 50, like to go back and read old stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's, it's on there. Uh, and while I'm reading comics, I've got Jane Divergent on in the background. <laughs> Watch, I'm watching that and reading comics at the same time. What, what <laughs> season are you on the Jane Divergent? We're, we're on season one. We're about to finish Have season one. Have you seen one. any of it? I've Nicole? seen season one, so I know how season well, one ends. Okay. So you weren't like rewatching this because you wanted Santa to like catch up. I did. I had two reasons. I started watching it a long time ago, so I wanted to review it. Um, and Santa and I know hasn't seen it, so yeah, I'm happy to rewatch the first couple things because I'm catching things I've missed. Tyler's a big fan. I will just kind of watch it, you know, <laughs> while she's watching is. it. But uh, we were talking about this at trivia on Thursday, and. I was laughing to my knees because you guys were trying to explain to Cameron right <laughs> about Jane being the virgin. The premise. I assumed it was a biblical tie-in because she was an immaculate conception. No. There is some of that because it's because she's she is Catholic and she right. teaches at a she teaches at a Catholic school and then there's a storyline where the people not, keep wanting to yeah, hug her yeah. to get like fertility blessings. Right. Yeah. 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 But, but just it's, it's they're very, going it, through. I thought a pretty good explanation yeah. about the whole sister Basically, it and was the semi immaculate. The misstep of the wrong Yeah, I person. mean I don't the thing I don't get is if she's a virgin she probably wouldn't be getting pap smears. Yeah. Oh, true. I, don't, yeah. I mean I thought that was something older women got, but mm. No, you're supposed no. <laughs> oh, honey, no. <laughs> Once a year, baby. <laughs> um but uh I think what was yeah, it's, it's, and she's she's twenty three. Oh, okay, so, yeah. and it's, she's a twenty three year old virgin. Well, Carrie is. Carrie told you a trivia. It's a telenovela, so yeah. just it, imagine the most you know. It's, a, it's uh, not that it's strange to be Yes, everything it's, is it's, really it's super dramatic. dramatic. Yes. Yeah, yeah, every yeah. everybody on there is just really nice, great, easy TV to watch when you get home from a long day of work. Yeah, mm-hmm. but what I've been binging lately is um, another podcast. Uh, called My Favorite Murder. How dare you? <laughs> My Favorite Murder. My is Favorite this Murder. a fictional or non-fictional? It's a true crime podcast. Ooh. Um, Narrated by Jeffrey Dahmer. 
narrated by uh, two kind of comedy writers, like female comedy writers. So it's mm-hmm. funny and lighthearted, but they still get into like the nitty gritty of some different crew crime cases every week. I so. think I've, I've heard this podcast before at work. Somebody, a friend of mine at work used to listen to this. That's yeah. all I do is at work is I just listen to this and type just on my type computer up, bro. like this. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I guess you can thank Netflix, I guess, for with like a lot Making of true crime stuff. Oh, stuff. no, no. So like one of the uh, podcasts we were just, I forget where we were, I think we were driving to uh, uh, South Carolina for a vacation, Tom and I. And we listened to this uh, podcast called Dirty John. It's basically a true crime type of thing. And there's not like a mystery to be solved, but it kind of, it's very much in the whole of, what's that other PBS or uh, public radio NPR series? Serial. True. Serial. Yeah, Serial. That sort of thing. And and so anyways, this podcast that we're listening to had a commercial of, uh, you can get sent a fictional crime story with a whole bunch of evidence every single like month, oh, and they yeah. send you like little clues about everything, it's and you like have a, to solve the murder. We should do a podcast where we solve those murders. It's kind of like a Blue Apron, mm. but for murder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that's a really, really Blue Apron is murder. To explain it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I, I, I think you're right, Nicole. I mean, that is a hip. Hip, hip thing well, and, then, and now like DNA testing has changed the, or Ancestry and there's 23andMe no, it's like changed it's the been, game yeah. that's, it's been so exciting if you follow true crime at all because I just keep seeing all these cases popped up as being solved mm-hmm. like the big one obviously being the, the East Area Rapist who was solved mm-hmm. through uh, the that's DNA. the one where it was 23andMe it was like the cop or something right yeah mm-hmm. or the ex-cop yeah. ex-cop form yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. so uh, I had a couple. Uh, so, uh, season two of Glow, Santa. Oh, that just, that just started. Out, right? It yeah, just started. I haven't gotten to watch it yet. Uh-huh. Have you seen season one, Cam? Yes, I have, yeah. yeah. What'd you think? Oh, I, I thought it was super entertaining. I thought it was great. Yeah. Do you remember Glow growing up? I mean, No, I don't remember. No? Glow, right? Okay, I, I do. I only had three channels, and as far as I know, Glow okay, sure wasn't there. Well, I didn't know if it was like a time thing, because it was. it seemed like it was like, you know... It was really early '80s. Early right? '80s. It was early yeah. '80s, but there was they, they, it was around in the mid '80s, late '80s. My awareness, I remember seeing on it about '90s. Yeah. You had to sort of seek it out and have like a channel on a Saturday. That yeah, was it, it'd, be, it'd be late, late night on Saturday. It was like whenever, like you would have, it would be like on Fox. Yeah, Saturday Night Live is on NBC, and then Fox was so glow. And I didn't have Fox growing up, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you watch any of the Glow on Netflix last we watched, year? We watched Glow Nicole. on Netflix. I really liked it. It's really funny. We really just good. we just stopped watching it. I don't know. We finished. Did you finish it? the whole season? I yeah, we did. No, did not. I didn't. We did. <laughs> <laughs> we finished. I don't remember. You should have finished the whole season we because it. he doesn't remember. Well, they they t- I mean, it's twelve distinct oh. uh, characters, yeah. I think at least. Uh, and Cameron, I I thought they did a really good job about you know. Uh, I don't know, growing all of them, and none of them had quite necessarily hit in their peak of yeah, their the, arc. This, the, yeah, I, but I thought they did a great job of like laying groundwork for next season topics. Like, yeah, at the at the big brawl in like the second to last or final episode, mm-hmm. um, the the uh, character who plays like the Islamic terrorist. Oh, uh, oh, uh, Beirut. Yeah, Beirut. Yeah, you know, like. Sh- she comes out and they like throw a beer bottle at her and she's like, oh, they really hated me. Yeah, yeah. It's well, like, that means that I'm she sure did that's her job. Gonna, well, right. they, she did her job, but also that like she's feeding on something 
that has like actual animus behind it. So I feel like there is going to be more to that next oh, season. You know, there was strangely a lot of stuff that was really still relevant today. Yeah, I mean, um, I don't know the character of the welfare queen Santa who yeah. came in at the end, right. and uh, I don't know Nicole the idea of. Honestly, you know, the the American, you know, yeah. hero versus the Russian, like, oh, I will destroy yeah. you. Yeah, no. It seems super relevant in the 80s. And there now there are there. a lot of cringy racial stereotypes, too. Yes. Yeah, but, but, yes, it, but I feel like they're intentionally being cringy in that. Yeah, yeah. Like, they're, because they're talking, you know, sort of opening up. Well, also... It, it took place, it's taken place in L.A., right, where that whole thing kind of started, I believe. If that sounds right. Cringy racial stereotype? <laughs> no, yes, just... Yes. Yeah, That's no, where it started. Just <laughs> L.A. Glow the, yeah. the yeah. franchise. Uh, and it's very, you know... At that point in time in the 80s, L.A. was that hodgepodge of different races. And, it was close to Vegas, too, because they, yeah. they, they did a lot of things in Vegas. Yeah, and there was a little bit of the whole stripper slash porn industry influence a little bit on it that they were sort of tapping into as well. There's a lot of like a uh, uh, Netflix sequels this or sequels season twos. Basically. Yeah, uh, yeah. Jessica Jones, Jessica Jones, Luke, uh, Cage. Luke Cage. Have you guys what? watched any of Luke Cage yet? No, not yet. Uh, not that I mean, second. It, it just it just came out uh, last week. Yeah, I've, uh, so you've watched all of Jessica Jones, yeah. right? No, we've not finished. Oh, you haven't finished Jessica. Yeah. Oh, damn it! I finished that. I wanted <laughs> to ask you about it. What you? Thought. I, I knew because it, it was it was it so hard. It starts off so slow. Yeah, it it builds up. It, I feel like. Okay. Yeah, that's what everybody's yeah. saying. It like once because I'm, I'm sure coming coming off the first season and, and the villain they had, they had trouble finding who figure out what yeah. the villain was going to be for this. There season. isn't like the, the villain isn't the driver of the second season, yeah. like the shit that happened to her and yeah, the, yeah. More the interpersonal more, stuff more PTSD stuff and, yeah yeah it's it's her her struggling to overcome stuff and it's just the interpersonal na- relationships between her Trish uh, the villain I'm not saying who the villain is in case you don't know that yet you know it's it's all that stuff it's it's more emotionally driven um, but damn it I wish you would finish that because I really wanted to ask you about it well they Santa, you think one day tie that into the MCU, or is that all totally separate? I don't I think even know a, if there's. It's the... gonna be all separate. Unless, I mean, uh... they would tie in Agents of Shield first. Yeah, which mm-hmm. Agents of Shield does tie into the MCU. A it started bit. with the MCU, yeah. essentially. I think right? I think the next season or the next because Agents of Shield got a lot better when they started doing pods like our story arcs. And, and they would do the story arcs around what's happening in the MCU. Uh-huh. And I think the next thing that they're going to do is going to be based on, uh, after Infinity War. Mm-hmm. So, uh, mm. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, I have another, well, uh, <laughs> online TV series that I fell in love with, Cameron, Cobra Kai. Oh, yeah. And it is the story of what happened after the Karate Kid trilogy ended. Cameron, did you watch the Karate Kid at all growing oh, up? Oh, yeah. Not Hell the yeah. Will Smith one, the Ralph Macchio, Mr. Miyagi one. Yeah, yeah. I've seen all of the original three. You know, the it's the original one, and then they get, they go to Japan in the third one, right? Second, Second one, Second they Japan. go to Japan, and then the third one, he redefends his title, title at the, That's the, at the All Valley. That's the Bonsai Tree. 
The bonsai tree is the third one? Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Where they rip the... Yeah. I've seen the third one, but I've seen it less than the first two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yes, I've seen it. It influenced you enough to become a bonsai yeah. tree aficionado. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was all Karate Kid. That's what yeah. did it. Yeah, so for those of you who don't know, Cameron uh, has a few bonsai trees, and he goes back out there, and he puts a, a, a Japanese headband around his head, <laughs> and... I uh, my fence, he, and Yeah, I, uh, he, he catches poetic. flies with chopsticks, and, and he... Wax my car for no reason. Um, so you, did you watch all of Cobra Kai? Did you get like so, a, a a free trial? Okay, thing? so the way they worked it, it's it's a YouTube series, yeah, and the way YouTube they worked it, Nicole, was is that you uh, you get the first two episodes out of the ten for yeah. free, and then you could sign up for YouTube Red, uh, and you would at least get one month's free of YouTube Red. So within a month, I can easily watch all other eight episodes of Cobra Kai, and I did. Doesn't that sound like a great idea, Nicole? Yeah, I guess. You weren't even <laughs> born when uh, Karate I've Kid came out. I've never seen Karate Kid. You're more the uh, the uh, oh who's the who's the female Karate Kid? Uh, Hillary Slank. Slank. Yeah, you're more the Hillary Slank. <laughs> she probably doesn't kid. even know when that one came out. Yeah. The next Karate Kid. The yeah. next Karate you're, Kid. You're more the next Karate Kid. With Jaden. No, no, no. That's that's the, that's the reboot kid. of Karate Kid. I remember yes. that one. Okay, so no. basically, the concept of the Karate Kid is a guy comes from out of town and uh, somehow runs a muck of a bully, Johnny, uh, and uh, Johnny beats up the character main character Daniel, and Mr. Miyagi happens to be the maintenance worker. Uh, and happens to know karate teaches him how to defend himself and lo and behold he wins over Johnny in the finals of the All Valley Karate Championship and we all know that basically (laughs) basically Daniel LaRusso the main character is a bully so yeah I've heard that uh, theory that actually it's Danny who's the bully because he basically shows up as new in town and tries to get attention instead of just like yeah, you know, tries to steal Johnny's girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, gets involved in fights that he doesn't need to be involved in and just basically, you know... He's making waves. Making waves. Yeah. And what's funny is is that nobody ever thought about that maybe when they first came out, but like a few years ago, they, there was this YouTube video where they said that, you know, Daniel LaRusso was a bully and Johnny Lawrence was a victim and Daniel LaRusso had this evil sorcerer uh, Mr. Miyagi, who can heal boon- bones with his bare hands and uh, somehow has accumulated all these cars. He's like a mastermind criminal, evil sorcerer. <laughs> that's taken so that's taken a bit far because you could you could portray Danny Larusso as the bully for sure. Give, making Mr. Miyagi an evil wizard criminal mastermind with classic cars. That's I don't know. That's a little over the top. It was yeah. a little over the top. They brought it back down though for Cobra Kai. Yeah, and yeah. I definitely recommend checking it out because uh, I thought it was a clever spin uh, on what would happen after these characters part away. Yeah. So. Um, Artemis. Not Artemis. Uh, Akira. Oh. Well, we, that was just like something we mentioned earlier. Like yeah. there's something that Taika Waititi yeah. uh, We were discussing the fact the- that I watched uh, What We Do in the Shadows which is a mockumentary about vampires in New Zealand, and it was Tika Watiti's. Why in New Zealand? Because that's where it's from. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. It, Tika Watiti's, uh, I think, first major role that got him well known. Uh, I watched it last night. It's 
fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like all, I mean, all the other movies he's done, you know. So we were talking about that, and then Santa mentioned the fact that he is apparently slated to direct or is directing. I don't know if it's being made already. The, the yeah, it's live like, action it's definitely Akira. Pre, it's definitely pre-production. Yeah. Still, they don't have a script there. So like he's wanting to take it in a different direction, not in terms of where it's hilarious. No, yeah, that's what I, that's what I, when I first heard that, that's what I thought. I'm like, really? A, 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 I know he a, was so worried about this. He's like, yeah. he's going to make it funny. Yeah, but, mm. but uh, apparently yeah. he wants to not remake the anime, but adapt the manga. Mm. There, there are some differences there. Yeah, I mean, the, the anime was essentially. The manga is six books. Yeah, that's the thing. Like that's it is just, so yeah. dense. It's gonna be hard they, for him to do that in one movie. They can. I mean, the whole the whole reason the anime is the way it is, I think, is because they took the key concepts yeah. and consolidated it down because it's it's intricate, like all the plot points and everything that happens in the manga. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, he's he's generally a very funny director, and Akira is not. Funny. It's and, dark as and he's shit. Out, he says he's not gonna. It's it's not gonna be whitewashed. So mm. Meaning, they're all be Asians. Yeah, something like that. Or, I mean, that, that's yeah. good. But I mean, I'm I'm not concerned about whitewashing. Sure. I'm more concerned about it being because yeah, it's not funny at all. Yeah. Like, there's no room for comedy. I don't. Yeah, think, in that. which is like, I mean, people didn't think about Thor. But no, yeah, but, I mean, but that would just be like a total slap in the face to the source material. Yeah, I got no problem with Thor yeah. being funny. It's yeah. not like Thor is sacred. Yeah. It Akira, actually saved Thor. Yeah, it, it, it did save Thor. Akira is like a seminal work of both manga and anime, and like you don't. It's like you don't take Alien, the original Alien movie, which is body horror, sci-fi, noir. And make that a comedy, no. and that's like the equivalent if if he made Akira funny. Basically. I'm sure. I'm sure he knows what he's doing, and he's capable yeah. of doing more than. Well, just he's a very skilled director. The, so it, anything that gets done, like I mean, it's, it's gonna start with the script, and it has to get approved by the the uh, the creator of Akira. Oh, he yeah. he has creative he, control. Yeah, he he owns it, so he he's like. He hasn't done anything more with it because it's like, to him, it's like, it's done. He did what he wanted to do with it. So yeah. he doesn't need to do it. But he's like, if somebody else wants to, they can, but it's got to go Come through to me him. first. Yeah, because, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the anime is amazing, you know? And, like, so he's basically already had one movie made, essentially, that's amazing about his manga. I don't know. Um, so on another note, we still got a lot of movies coming out this year. What's the one you're most excited about? Mm, I'm to pull up the list. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, so we have uh, Ant Man and the Lost. Ant Man next week. You know, coming up. That could be. Uh, is Aquaman coming up? Aquaman's this? in November. Which I mean, I'm kind of. I just want to see what that's going to be like. I want to see the trailer. I, I'm a little, yeah, I yeah. need to see a trailer for certain. If we go see it together, I'll go see it. <laughs> The Rock skyscraper. Actually, How many movies is The Rock going to fucking do this yeah. year? This hey, is a, only be his like Mich- fourth one. We got Mission, Mission Impossible. Impossible. That's it's, his, like, yeah. it's like it's like movies. It's, July. it's all part of his workout program. Crazy, yeah. crazy rich Asians. Maybe I don't know. Ooh, you guys can. You guys. Me and Tyler can go see that. Yeah. You know what looked really good was the trailer for Fantastic Beast too. Mm-hmm. It did look good. Um, yeah, it did look good. And I. I I Big. actually like the latest Mission Impossible round of movies. No, yeah, I'm going to go see that. Yeah. 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 We might go see Sicario uh, Sicario 2. 
Yeah. Soon. Oh, is are they doing a Dark Phoenix of X-Men this year? Yeah, no, they, they got pushed to next year. They got year. pushed back? Okay, yeah. Because I haven't seen anything yeah. about it. Oh, that's, well, actually, that might be this. That's another thing no. we can talk about. Is well, it was on the, the list at the beginning yeah. of the year, unless it got pushed yeah, back. Yeah, got pushed. Disney's acquisition of Fox, I think, is done. Yeah. Well, it's not done, but it is. Yeah, Comcast with a they like beat a last, Comcast. Yeah. Did you guys see the meme where it's like Mickey putting the the Infinity Stones in his like Infinity yeah. Gauntlet, <laughs> but it's like Fox Twenty First Century. Yeah. Well, that actually brings up something else that makes me uh, think about our last podcast. So, uh, a few of our fans threw some shade and heat for us for saying that Solo Willie wasn't that good. Did they? Yes. I didn't see the comments. Uh, I just there saw was, the there was, there was some people sorry, who disagreed. And I'm not yeah. saying it did bad the back. Bad, bad yeah. at the box office, but they're they now the looking office. to cancel the, the Obi Wan movie. They, they canceled the, the next money. series of the anthology, yeah. whatever that would have been, the Obi Wan with Boba Fett. They're trying to push out Kathleen Kennedy as head of Lucasfilm. She's the woman that uh, took over after George Lucas. Yeah, saying that basically, you yeah, know, we need some fresh blood in there. Rumors: Kevin Feige is going to take over. Ooh, I, I heard Who's they that? actually tried to yeah, use the JJ. Head of the Marvel side. Oh, like, because JJ yeah, he's done do so well with Marvel. Yeah, which, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, he's he's a good. I mean, I don't think he deserves the credit of the plots. That's the no. big problem. Like yeah. the Star Wars universe feels so much smaller than the Marvel universe, and the Star Wars universe is they, in freaking space. They like, keep tying everything into the Skywalkers, yeah, or that's their mistake. That's why. That's why. This is my hot take. The fact that Ray isn't related to anybody important that makes the universe so much bigger, and that was ultimately a good thing they did. Yeah, you know, everybody totally hated that. Yeah, I think and the director episode nine, when she gets revealed as Obi Wan Kenobi, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think the director of the Last Jedi has caught a whole lot of undue shit for that movie because he was actually trying to do new. It wasn't perfect. There was yeah. problems with also, it, but he was trying to make it a, its own movie that wasn't a reboot with a bigger of, world. Yeah, 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 and also like. It's still just the middle part of a movie, of, yeah, a, of a trilogy. Like yeah. ultimately, the way we feel about that's going to be decided with the the upcoming one. It would be a mistake to try to, because you know they're going to want to do a trilogy after this. Mm-hmm. To try to continue with the original, you know, it can't be five somebody's daughter. Yeah, even if it's what? Chewbacca's daughter. I like, we, we had this conversation of like, what is Star Wars? You know, it's like is it's it, lightsabers. That's what it is. Yeah, is, like, is, is, is it Jedi Sith or is it actual you know empires and I, I, and, I, and rebels? You know, is it like it, it's a combination of all that. It's right? it's it's you know the evil oppressive organization versus the people who are going to fight against the evil oppressive organizations. Uh, it's uh, robots and it's about a mystical religion. With a yeah, so it's a combination of a bunch of different it, things. But they, they when they started tying in, you know, you know, you have the Empire, you have the Rebels, and then now the Empire is the Sith, and then the Rebels are the Jedi. You know, and and, and when you start like, when you start trying to make good and evil like real things as opposed to abstract things, I mean that's why you see a lot of people who are like the Empire did nothing wrong. The Jedi's were actually the bad, the bad people. Yeah. I mean, the Jedi's were horribly incompetent in the first, in episodes one, two, and three. Like they were terrible at their job. That's how the Empire took or the the Sith took over. Yeah. Hmm. I still maintain that it was flawed in everything that they did with Solo. And 
I think they got what was coming yeah. to them. I mean, they did the best they could, but at the same time, it just didn't live up to the last anthology series. And they were right in a bad way from Last Jedi anyways, which I still don't think it was a bad movie. No. Considering the uh, the problems they had making that movie, they fired the original directors. Yeah. I think they did okay. Like, you know, it could have been an abomination. That it, it wasn't terrible, yeah, but I, just I, what... I, I, I expect a higher level yeah. of... Of, of performance by all the money that was spent, you know, yeah. e- even with something like Ant Man Wasp, I'm just not totally invested in Ant Man, but I still expect it to be a awesome. Uh, I want to see sequel. that ant drumming on that drum kit. <laughs> You're a big fan of the Ant Man, aren't you? Yeah, Nicole. I like. Oh, I mean, Paul I like. I like, like I like Nathan Paul Rudd. Is he? Should he be the kind of personality that would replace, you know, Tony Stark, Iron Man? With everything, or no? That's who I kind of see him as. Well, he's kind of got that snarky sense of humor, but he's not like as confident and full of himself. Like I think you can see the is. next the next phase be more spacefaring, and you can mm-hmm. have like a Star Lord be that Iron Man. Star Lord's more got that sense of humor. Yeah, so you can you can do more spacefaring, like you can have Nova, and mm-hmm. you can have other like more even involve Thanos with more things and stuff and. Yeah. I, my money, I, I've got no reason other than I think it would be cool to say this, but my money is on Shuri taking over the Iron Man, and then it's like Don Cheadle and Tony Stark's character merged, mm. essentially. Yeah, you know? no, I'm all for Shuri taking over. Yeah. Even in one of the more recent iterations of Iron Man, Iron Man's a black woman, too, right? Yeah, young. Yeah, mm-hmm. So, it's canon. It works. <laughs> there you go, yeah. Well, uh,. This wraps up, I think, episode 20, unless anybody had a really, really awesome thing to bring out. But other than that, we're a little bit late for a really, really hot party, Cameron. Yeah, I'm going to melt when I go there. Are, is Baby Nora coming, or are you just... Well, we're, if we go, I think she we're might melt, bring, actually. If we if go, we're going to bring Nora, but whether we go, I think, is up for debate at this point. It's a hot one out there. It's I'm hoping disgusting. for a baby pool um, at Seth's, because I'm getting in it. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in from all around the world. We have some new listeners out there. Very equally proportioned fans from Russia, Indonesia, Indonesia. Vietnam. About 60 people each. We love you all, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. See you next time. No dice, son, you gotta work late. Sometimes I wonder, but I'm a corner cute, but there ain't no cure for the summertime. Dude.